How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym. Train for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Tuesday night and what a night it is because on the eve of origin, there is so much sport going on. It's official. I will not sleep tonight. I'm going oh, all the way through to midnight tomorrow You're going to have your eyeballs hanging out of your head. I don't care. Calling the game tomorrow you, night uh, at Suncorp. And we're, we're doing the, the all-Queensland call too, so you can say what you want. So just, just go There's a fair chance I'll be heavily intoxicated <laughs> while calling the game just to keep myself awake. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show, all the listeners through the Super Radio Network, 1170 in Sydney, 693. SENQ and on the Gold Coast, 1620. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening back at a later date. And also, if you're listening on the app, welcome. I know Daniel from Prairiewood. He's always on the SEN app. If you haven't got the app, make sure you download it. Thanks for joining us on the show, Rat and Sats. And as I said, a huge night because day five of the Ashes and potentially we could be seeing one of the great Ash, Ashes finishes of all time. Oh, mate, you know what? It, I, I thought we were just we were in such a box seat last night and, uh, geez, the, the, the England tail wagged an extra 49 runs out of their last three batsmen. Uh, it was, that, mate, if they win this game, they can put it down to those batsmen that... England just, you're talking the, about? England, yeah. England batsmen that just... Oh, they couldn't get them out. So if you haven't seen or you've been hiding under a rock... Australia, three wickets down. Night Watchman, Scotty Bolden in, in on 13. Kawaja sitting on 34. And we, we need 174 runs to win. Now, our biggest adversary is not the English team. It's the English weather. Mm. Now, at 9 o'clock, which is, there, which is around first ball, uh, between 9 and 10 o'clock, between the three-hour period, they're, they're thinking around 70% of heavy rain in the morning. And then from about lunchtime onwards... Bits of rain, around 30% chance of rain at a high of around 17 to 18 degrees around Edgebaston. Yeah. So it may get to the opportunity where with limited space throughout the day to get those 174 runs that Australia will be playing baseball on baseball. Yeah, uh, well, they're going to have to if they're going to want to win. But, I, you know, what, what you don't want to do is you don't want to throw the game away either. You know, if they, they come out and they've got, you know, 40 overs, you know, late in the afternoon to to score the runs. You know, they lose a wicket, you know, all of a sudden. It's, um, yeah, you'd almost cop the draw. If you, if you can't, uh, it's going to take them a day. How bad would it be being the night watchman? <clears throat> How nerve-wracking would it be with an hour's play or half an hour's play, you've got to face six or seven overs, you're the night watchman, usually batting Bowen around bottom three. Hey? Boland did it. I know. He's still there. Like we said on 13. Shaking. Can I say Johnny Bairstow, the the ginger nut wicket keeper. Mm. Now he took three catches last night, our time. Yep. But he's a dead set statue. If the ball doesn't come straight to him, he refuses to, to move. move left or right. <laughs> he just basically says yours. He can bat the, though. That's for, the thing. For the first I, I, I honestly think they forgo a bit of that for runs. Yeah. Nowadays mm. with with, uh, with with wicket keepers, like yep. if, if they can throw the willow, um, they're, 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 that's more important than having that real 
genuine gloveman who can't bat. Ian Healy will be turning in his. Well, that's the nature right of the now. game now. It's yeah. about scoring runs and and every format really. You know, if bas balls like this this cricket that I'm watching, it's so it's so exciting. It's like such a good test match to watch. Can you imagine the West Indies playing bas ball style in the West in the well, test Viv, matches? Viv used to when he yeah. got to two hundred. Remember, if Viv Richards caught a double ton. He just like righto. Now I'm just that. <laughs> yeah, I'm open, the, slather. open slather. Open yeah. slather. I used to love it. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Now you're getting involved in any time of the show, like you can each and every night. And we appreciate all your involvement in the show, whether you send a text or call in. But before we do that, Rat, I, mm. Daddy Vass. Hey, Daddy Vass. Hey, boys. How are we? Now, yeah, really well, really well. Now we need to, we need to. It's Here we a, go. This is a a little bit of a <laughs> prickly point. This okay. So I was doing some research today, and you know where I'm going with this when I start my sentence. Mm-hmm. I was doing some research around <laughs> different players, and I said, I'll look up Matty Rogers. You know, okay. I was wondering why you sent me that. Yeah, so on Wikipedia, now get ready for this, Tubes, and we have got That's Ridiculous tonight as part of the show. It says, Matt Rogers, height, six foot, weight. 87 kilos. Oh, Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So my wife, up to the service window, please. <laughs> I can also deep fry the my bag. Wife, my wife walks into me today and says, I've got to try and organise some jeans and shirt and everything for Maddie. They're saying, how tall is he f- for the length of the, the jeans? I said, and I was about to say 5'9", five, 5'8", five, on a good day. Mm. She said, oh, because they're saying he's six foot. I went, What? Six foot? No, no, no. Definitely not six foot. I am five foot ten. (laughs) That's that's a lie. That is not a lie. Come on, that's ridiculous. I'm uh, I'm five foot ten. With boots on. Yeah. With my Jordans on. With with the Ringers Western (laughs) boots on. Exactly. Uh, Text in any time throughout the night, 0457 736 736 or call in. 1-300-01-1170. Now, for our Esky giveaway, this is where you've got to get involved in the show. I think this may light up. And it's a, I, I like this. I like oh, where you've gone with I'm this, nervous. Danny Bass. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> oh, this Listeners, finish this sentence. Now, it can be a Queensland or a New South Wales fan. It doesn't matter. Finish this sentence via text message, 0457-736-736. At full time tomorrow night. Oh, you've changed it. I've not touched it, mate. Yeah, you have. No, no. Okay, we'll start again. Okay, lucky we're not live. <laughs> At full time tomorrow night of Origin 2, Mitchell Moses will be blank, blank, blank. Oh, Fill there's, the there's going to be a lot of messages we can't read out. So give us an example. At full time tomorrow of Origin 2, Mitchell Moses will be the new New South Wales number seven for the next two to three years. Or Mitchell Moses will be... Man of the match and leading New South Wales into game three. Steve from Dubbo will have a ball with this. Mm. Only one text message, Steve. Okay. And we know how much you love. And Rat doesn't like this because you know he's a Parramatta basher. So he doesn't like this sentence. Well, well, what I don't like, what I, I just, I just know there's going to be some people that just give it to him. <laughs> and I just don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. So. Oh. But it'll be funny. So Esky giveaway at full time tomorrow night. Origin 2, Mitchell Moses will be blank, 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 0457-736-736. On the show tonight, one of our great mates, former colleague on the show, Gary Badge Belcher is going oh, to join yeah. us and talk about Origin, his experiences in Origin. Of course, he comes from a very parochial side. And tomorrow night on our pre-game 
for Origin. We're going to have cement, David Cement Gillespie, great New South Wales player. Bobby Fulton loved him. Always one of the first picked when it came to his forwards, David Gillespie. Phil Gould, both he and Johnny Cartwright, always trusted them when it came to Origin. So Cement, one of the hard men. And on the back of day five, we're going into an exciting time for Ashes. SEN commentator Adam Collins, who's been calling ball by ball in Edgebaston, he's going to join us very not shortly, but just before the end of the first hour to talk day five, what the conditions are like, who's going to be the talking point as of tomorrow. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales. It's Tuesday, so round 17 of the NRL. TLT. And that's in honour of Woogie, who's sitting on a some sort of floating device in a big pool in a villa in Bali. Drinking barley highs, he said. I said, have another margarita. He said, barley high. What's a barley high? I don't know. It must be some cocktail yeah. that some fancy joint he's staying at. How good will it be if he comes back with barley belly? Oh, he's coming back with barley that belly. That is so good. It'll be, it'll be a big barley I belly, wait. I tell you. Okay, also, twos. He's already been in the house, but he's going to come back a little bit later on. Come on. That's ridiculous. I've got a that's ridiculous straight off the top. I was going to use this later on, but I'm going to use it now, Daddy Vat. Oh, Welcome no, to no. NRL 180. Dissecting the big talking points from half okay. the angles. No, I like where you're going with this. This could be a that's ridiculous. Matty Rogers, you have potential breaking news in relation to the potential... Landing spot. Landing spot for Ben Hunt. So yeah. just get remember, this is NRL uh, 180, and this could also be a that's ridiculous. We'll yeah, yeah. I've just heard a little whisper that... He's headed to Tiger Town. What? Mm, oh, he's typing. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ben what? Hunt to the mm, West Tigers. Yeah, if he, if he gets out of St. George. Do you no. think he'll play this weekend? So, so they're meant to oh, play their oh, world no, on no, Friday night. No, no. He, he's, he's not playing this weekend. I, I, I don't. I, I he's honestly, been named. Like, we will go through if, the team If he plays a game for the Dragons, yep. I believe he'll be there for the next two and a half years. And I don't think that's going to be the case, and I don't think you'll play again. For the Dragons. Mm. So your word is, is that Ben Hunt, we'll just say this again on NRL 180, <laughs> that Ben Hunt, and we don't know when that's going to be, but will eventually land at the West Tigers. Mm. Okay, if you were the West Tigers, and again, depending how much you got in your salary cap. just doesn't, it just how doesn't much add would, up. How much would you be prepared to pay Ben Hunt? Uh, they're going to pay him a million bucks. Wow. Wow. 34. Mate. In March. I, I just year. can't, I just, I, I mean, I, you, you must be happy about this, sir. Why? Because you said, oh, I don't want to go chasing premierships. They, well, they would, just go on the good sides. Firstly, I want him to stay at the Dragons. Yep. I want him to fulfill a contract. Yep. And I want the Dragons to say, you know what? No, we can talk our way through this. Yep. Okay, let's get. Well, to the they're going to try to do that. Okay, I like it if he if the other, only other option, and it's untenable for him to be at the Dragons for whatever reason. Yeah. I've got faith in Shane Flanagan be able to talk him around. But in saying that, no, it does make me happy that he's going to go and strengthen a club instead of going to another mm. club and stockpiling some of the best yeah, players. I, I, look, I, I, it's 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 from a source that I I trust, and I'm 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 just a bit baffled by it. Yeah. To be honest, I'm... So watch this space. Yeah. Breaking news on Sports Day that Ben Hunt will end up at the West Tigers. Wow. Matty Rogers is putting <laughs> no, everything I'm he not. owns I on I am not. <laughs> I am not. I'm, I'm like, I, I can't believe it. I, I thought he'd end up at the, at the, at the Titans. 
Um, that was my pick. I thought he'd come up north of the border, back to Queensland. But, you know, he's got kids, his, his wife, and, you know, they've got a house down in Sydney. Yep. You know, I mean, might want to move. Just might want a little less drama around his footy. Now, before we get to a break, both coaches have spoken today ahead of the State of Origin Game 2 at Suncorp. We've got a little bit of audio here and wouldn't mind getting your opinion. Well, we'll both have our opinions here as well. And Daddy Vass, you can, you can weigh in as well. Firstly, Freddie Fittler, when asked by the media what happened in Game 1. Yeah, well, if anything, in the first game, although we relaxed, you know, we are in a really good position, relaxed, and I don't know why. And we can't have any of that. Can't relax. No. no I think that was probably the difference is... When New South Wales got to the lead and calling the game at Adelaide and watching their body language, it was like they were willing the full-time hooter to come on as opposed to, I think, Queensland were thinking, okay, we're just going to take small pieces out of New South Wales bit by bit by bit and hence gathered enough momentum to come over the top. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a good friend of mine who's a musician and I, I, I remember having this conversation with him and saying, mate, well, how, it must be amazing up there playing to like thousands of people. And he's like, what do you, you do it all the time. What do you, I said, no, no, I, I play for them. You play mm. to them. Like when you're playing a game of footy, you, like you are that focused on what you're trying to do. And if you don't stay in that moment and you relax for a moment, you, you get done. And, and it seems like in that moment, in that last 10 minutes, so we're down to 12 men, you know, New South Wales thought, oh, we, we probably got it. We're, you know, we've, we've wrapped it up. Um, you couldn't see it. Like, well, you know, from from the out, from outsider's point looking in, I thought, oh, we're, we're, it's going to be impossible to come back from here. Yeah, like, I was the same. But New South Wales just took their foot off the gas for that one moment, that one little moment. There's a little bit of space there. Queensland found it and capitalised on it. You, you can't relax for a moment. Mm. And and like Freddie said, that we can't have any of that. It's a good analogy mm. about the band side. Now, Freddie... Uh, having his say on a healthy side going into Origin 2. No, we give ourselves a really good chance. I think, you know, from, from day one, I was um, optimistic but realistic about the chances of all the players that we were looking at. Uh, it was a real mindset to come up here with a healthy team. What? Yeah. So Are what you, you kidding? Well, what's up, Daddy Bass? I just, I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded by that. Saying you picked a healthy team. Mate, are you serious? Yeah, it, it, is, it is an unusual comment considering the situation. I think he's just saying that they're healthy now, maybe. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. But they're still not. They're still going to be banged up. <clears throat> Liam Martin hasn't been able to train at all with contact. Cam Murray's just started on Sunday. Yep. Um, Latrell was dropped um, after being injured. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not it hasn't been. And I suppose with Latrell, he he didn't do any training anyway, no. so it wasn't as if he interrupted any of the training sessions. No. Yeah, but game one, they got rid of Campbell Graham because he couldn't train. Mm. Liam Martin's still there; he hasn't been able to train. I know mm. it's a different situation, different injury, but I just don't think that adds up. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's unusual. Um, I, I I really think it's it's been a it's it it has been. A pretty draining week for this New South Wales coaching staff. I've got no doubt, particularly Freddie and the, and the, the scrutiny he's been under. I think he's just sweating on getting to tomorrow night, yep. getting to kick off. Freddie, when asked if the side is still burning from Adelaide loss, I hope so. It burns me. You'd have to ask him individually, but I, you know, you don't normally get them get them looking that good, and you let it go like that. It was pretty disappointing and a bit embarrassing towards the end. So. Um, Sometimes embarrassment's a pretty good motivator. Actually, it's a good line. Embar- embarrassment can be a great motivator as well. Look at look at what happened to the Sharks 10 days ago and 
and look at what happened to you know Melbourne the week before that, and see and look what they did exactly. the following weeks. Exactly. Uh, before we get to the break, remember Esky giveaway. We've got plenty of text messages coming on coming in. We want you to finish this sentence at full time tomorrow night of Origin Two. Mitchell Moses will be blank blank blank, and we got one here. What have we got? We got Mitchell Moses will be Mitchell Pierce. Go Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Cam. Uh, let's get to the break. After the break, our very good friend Gary Badge Belcher joins us. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Strokes off Hasler, gets it away. Vaughton on to Hagen. Hagen away now for Belcher. Yeah, he was a mainstay for many, many years for the Queensland Origin teams, the Kangaroo teams. He's also a mainstay on the show for many, mm. many years also. And he's one of the great guys. He's a great, great friend of the show. Gary Belcher, of course, joins us on Sports Day to talk origin. How are you, Badge? Hey, Badge. I knew I should have changed my number. Well, you changed it. How can you be struggling for this week? You need me that much when it's origin. Well, well you're a legend, mate. That's the thing. I, I know you don't think it, but you're an origin legend, Badge, and we want to speak to origin legends. Please. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. I would have been about seventh on the list, but anyway, you worked your way through to me. I'm. Happy to chat to you guys. Pretty exciting times, of course, with yeah. um, the Maroons up 1-0. But I'm tell you what, I, I'm not buying into all this crap about us being massive favourites. I saw one booking agent, uh, agent today, uh, or betting agency, offering $4 New South Wales. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Now, this segment's brought to you by World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Mate, I, I wanted to ask you, Badge. I, I, I mean, I am... So impressed with the way that Billy Slater seems to handle the press, his coaching, the way he goes about things. Um, what are you seeing when you see Billy in front of the camera and, and going about his work? Yeah, really uh, equally as impressed as you are, Rat. Uh, you know, and he's, he's not, uh, you know, he's one of the great players. And, and I know Sats has told the story a few times about, you know, Craig Bellamy saying that he reckons... Out of you know all those um, those great minds that came through at Melbourne at the same time, Billy was the most likely one to be a, a really good coach. I'm seeing that, but I think this is a big test for him because yep. if ever a coach is look, look, I'm not saying coaching's easy, but when your side is up against it, they're underdogs, everyone's bagging them, they're playing for Queensland half of them, for, you know, for a lot of them for the first time as as they were in game one and, and in games last year. I think, you know, you've you got a side that's really well motivated and they're going to be dead set having a go. you just got to fine-tune that a bit. But this time around, they're big favourites. And that in itself is a massive challenge, I think, for a coach. So I think we'll, we'll learn a lot about Billy's coaching in this game if he's been able to convince these players that, you know, they were 10 minutes away from being beaten in game one. And and this isn't much, isn't much difference, uh, not much different, this New South Wales side, to what they faced then. Um, and they are they are going to be highly motivated, the Blues. So I think this yeah this will bring the best out in Billy, or we'll find out just if he is uh, if he's able able to coach a side and get him up for it when uh, you know when plenty of people are declaring them winners already. Badge, is it fair to say that everyone on the outside of Origin 
focuses a lot on scoring tries and and scoring as many points as possible. But those that have been involved in Origin for for many many games, like yourself, it's far from scoring points. It's it's so much more about the little tiny things. Oh, it's a yeah, it, it's a real battle of attrition, and it's a real mind game, you know, with yourself. You you kind of go. You kind of go to places you don't think you could go. I mean, I I remember the first times, probably the only few times I ever cramped up in a game were in state of origin because it just all of a sudden you're running that much more. You're on your toes the whole time. You're, you're, you're just trying to compete in every little play. So it's not yeah, it's not always about the tries and the points. It's, you know, it's as much about saving tries, but it's all those little battles, getting every single one of them right and. You know, we might we might look at that Queensland performance, and it was rightly so. They were amazing what they did in that first game, being a man down and coming back from there. But there'd still be little things there that Billy would have picked up. His coaching staff would have picked up and said, "Hey, look, we still didn't quite get all of our efforts right, and there's there's areas that we can all improve on." Um, but yeah, it is. It's it, there's a hell of a lot to it, Sats. Um, it's it's not complicated. I can tell you that. It's not complicated. It's just about having a dig on every every single play that you can. Now, as they get closer, you know, the first few days you, in your day, you, you'd have a drink. And in this day and age, they probably do the same thing behind closed doors, but they play a lot of golf. It's very relaxed. But as you get into the week of origin, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, could you sense certain players and the intensity in their preparation was starting to lift? Maybe their attitude was a little bit more moody? When I was playing? Yep. Yeah, I can remember that, actually. It's a long time ago, Sats, but yeah. <laughs> Look, really, really, we were really super casual early in the week, and I think that was part of the key. You know, I, I went in there the first Simon. I went into camp the first you know year was in 1986 and in 87. I was always pretty intense, and but you know, guys like Fatty and um, you know, I remember clearly Greg Canescu and Brian Niebling and you know Wally. Now they're all just whilst we knew we had a job to do, it was pretty light-hearted early in early in the week, early in the camp, and I think. That's been one of the keys for um, to the teams that have succeeded over the years. There, there, there comes a time late in the camp where you've just got to tune in and you've got to focus and you've all got to pull together. But if you do that a bit early, you can kind of go into the game, you know, almost having run your race, and um, you can you know find yourself falling a little bit flat. So, yeah, our our, our camps were always uh, a hell of a lot of fun. You know, I think Jacko and Peter <laughs> Jackson and the likes would you know probably have five days straight on it I'd probably do three and then go like hang on I can't I'm not used to this my body doesn't like this I've got to get ready for for a big game but um yeah there's plenty of opportunities there was plenty of opportunities for a good time there probably still are for these guys but I do know that they um you know as far as uh consuming alcohol goes they're much more professional than we were yeah mate it's been a long time since uh, you've just been able to sit down and watch a game of origin without calling it. Mate, what are your plans for, for tomorrow night? What are you up to? Well, I'm going to be there um, hosting a corporate function. Oh, um, Cass, that I have junk it. Loves his cash. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not all cash. <laughs> um, and a few, and a, you know, a bit of a feed and a few beers and the good times. Um, yeah, hosting a corporate function that I normally do, so I might even have a chance to stick my nose into Pop the in. SEN box and see what uh, what the pros are doing. Yeah. Um, unless you guys are doing it. Are you guys calling it or are the, are yeah. the pros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no we'll, be, we'll be on the mic, mate. So, mate, do you still get nervous? Before, <laughs> as, a, as a fan, mate, do you still get nervous before, yeah. before Origin Games? I do. 
I do, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get nervous. I, look, I do a little bit when the Raiders are playing at times, especially when they're struggling. But mm. absolutely, when Origin is on, I went on there and I found myself in, you know, watching game one. I was just at home um, and I was, yeah, jumping up and down and quite nervous. And of course, it was a, it was one of those amazing games that, um, from a Queensland perspective, finished brilliantly. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be super nervous, Matty. I, I um, Last year, I was in the southwest corner in this big open area watching the game in between hosting this function. And I remember clearly before the game, Willie Mason said stuff that he shouldn't have said, absolutely bagged Queensland and basically said that was, you know, it, it, there was absolutely no chance this, this mob of players, for one, he actually used another term, could win without Cameron Munster. And... Um, by half time, he was sort of rolling his eyes a bit, and at full time, I saw him and he was <laughs> he, said that he was he was ruining yeah. the the fact that he he uh, said what he said. Yeah, mate. Um, I wanted to ask you. So, so you played in an era where um, you know there there were plenty of blues that happened on the field, and uh, we'll see a little bit of that in the Wally Docker, which I'm excited about. We'll ask you about that in a moment. But the player you played with. In the, in the Queensland side, which player that you played with do you think hated New South Wales the most? Who hated the most? Oh, look, I, I thought I thought I did before I went in there because I'd grown up watching the Blues give it to us. And, um, yeah, I, I thought I did. But then when I got into camp and, and heard the way Fatty spoke about him, and Wally, <laughs> and Choppy especially. Oh, Choppy's the best, absolutely. isn't he? <laughs> they hate him. Oh, look, Wally, Wally did this great. Yeah, he used to do a great Wayne Pearson impersonation. And, oh, hang on. Maggie. There's Dogs Maggie the dog. <laughs> Maggie the chocolate labby. Chocolate visitor. Come on in. Yeah, Maggie the labby. Yeah, she's, um, she'll be dressed up in maroon tomorrow night. So. Beautiful. <laughs> like the whole family. Yeah. Hey, uh, the Wally Lewis-Docker yeah, Wally Lewis-Docker on, the, on tonight on Channel 9 uh, badge. I don't know whether you're aware of that. Yeah. So you had the best I, view. I am you had the best view. Of, yeah. You had the best view of Wally as a player at fullback and following him round. I mean, I suppose we don't have enough time to talk about how how well, great it must have been to be yeah. a teammate as opposed to against him in this arena. Well, I, I wanted to know, like, what, yeah, well, what I, made I him so what made him so great in that arena? What do you think it was, Badge? Oh, like, what, what was it? That well, hatred. He was great at club level, of course. Yeah, yeah, and at every level, but. Yeah, he had a, a super, this amazing passion for the game. So I'd only ever played against him. He, he was playing for for, um, for Valleys in Brisbane and then Wynnum when I came through um, in, the, in the early 80s. And, oh, you know, I, I, he had this reputation and he was so hard to play against because he could, you know, pick holes in the, in the, in the defence so easily and he was an amazing defender, you know. He'd, and he used to be a cover defender playing at Lock for Valleys and then... And a front-line defender, you know, tackled like a second rower. But when I got to play with him and kind of understood what he was about, I, I, the thing that stands out for me is Wally just knowing when it was time to really make something happen, to just step up and say, give me the ball, you get out wide, I'm going to throw this long ball or whatever. And he just got it right every time. Mm. And a hell of a, you know, it was just, I, I don't know, the old couple of plays ahead sort of line that people came up with but he was certainly he could certainly you know see where where there was some sort of weakness or where his team needed something you know picking that fight with Mark Guy when Guy was going crazy in in 91 I think it was um taking players heads off 
Wally knew then he had to step up for his team and, and, and get in his face and pick a fight or, 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 or you know... They run over you. Guy was going to win that battle in New South Wales was going to win that battle. Yeah. He just... He just he just could sense the moment and, um, yeah, a great leader in that respect. Now, these next questions are thanks to World Gym, our proud sponsor. Now, we, you had, at Canberra, you were the, really the first guys, would I, be, would I be correct in saying that Sean McRae, he was your conditioner, was he? Was he one of the first ones to really introduce, like, a lot of weights to your training? Uh, no, no, weights training had been around already, but um, he... And, and uh, so, so for my, my, my recollection, Wayne Bennett was the first one that ever introduced real skills training. And then we had the likes of Kelvin Giles come along yes. and, uh, you know, and had strength, you know, strength training and strength and conditioning. But Sean was the one that really combined, for me, for mine, that really combined making training a lot more enjoyable and they weren't, they weren't separate disciplines. You weren't just doing your, 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 your conditioning work, you know, your running and whatever else. And separate from that, you did your, your, some skills work, and then separately you were in the gym. Well, Sean had some great ideas along with Tim Sheens about combinations for all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we I think I think it felt like we um, we sort of jumped ahead of a lot of teams in about when Sean took over in about 1988, and um, yeah, we we were we, we all felt like we were um, supermen, like players all do now at the start of the year, but we all felt. You know, fantastic in those uh, those few seasons, and, and a little bit ahead of the other uh, the other teams. The Canberra Milk, yeah, it's it wonderful, amazing Milk. what they Canberra Milk Canberra does. Milk, yeah, now uh, when it comes to exercising, <laughs> yeah, banana sandwich. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. When it comes to exercising now, badge, what do you do now that you're, you know, you're retired from from any sort of work that you've got to turn up to each from day in the studio? From any, is it from just, anything? Is it just all I'll surfing? Walk up the beach, surfing or walking with the chocolate levy? Yeah. Did of both, yeah. Well, most days, hopefully, I'll do both. Or I've just started walking the beach again with a fishing rod in my hand the last few weeks and having a bit of a flick, and um, not with a lot of luck. Caught a caught a couple of flathead um, a week or two ago, but um, yeah, just try to stay active. But no, not doing anything crazy. I've, I've been I've been going to go back to the gym for the last ten years, and that's still a little um, promise that I can't seem to keep to myself. So I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there uh, one day. When you offer me that free world gym membership for the uh, for the sponsor, well, there you go. I yeah, might yeah. do it, eh? Watch this space, bro. What can you organise that? Watch this space. <laughs> what? All, all yeah. the band angle gear there, mate. Exactly. You'll be able to do whatever Those you want. Massive biceps. Hey, so, so is that true, Sat, that you're, you're using world gym again? Because I had a... A mate tipped me off that he saw you in a fishnet singlet working out of the world gym just recently. <laughs> that's, is that? That'd be right, sir. That'd be right, Madge. That'd Confirm or deny. Confirm or deny. Uh, Badge, always, fishnet singlet. Uh, always great to catch up with you, mate. Uh, thanks for taking time out to, to uh, talk about tomorrow night. And I'm sure you're going to be like, uh, doesn't matter what state you're from, everyone's going to be very nervous before kickoff tomorrow night. So enjoy the night. Oh, we all will be. Yeah, great talking to you, lads. See, Matt, Rad, Rad, as soon as I hit a nerve, that cuts me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah shit, mate. Uh, thanks thanks right. to World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. Let's get to a break. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, Train for the Sport You Play, and Kia, 
official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Oh, he's very relaxed, our good mate Badge. Hey? Mm. No stress, no, no pressure. He's loving life, isn't he? <laughs> and from the door in the middle of an interview. Yeah. Just, yeah, boy, yeah, come in. Uh, let's get to some of your text messages. Mm. Before we do that, Rooster Muzz, um, listening to Origin. Okay. Now, if you want to listen to the neutral call, SEN app. If you're in New South Wales, Rooster Muzz, in the CBD area around Sydney, I should say, uh, the call in the Sydney call, or the, the New South Wales Blues call, 2SM or 1170. Okay, on your dial. In Queensland, sixteen twenty six nine three. if you want to get the, the Queensland Marines parochial call, call mm. as well. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah. And I know you've been a bit concerned about that after after Origin 1. So the Esky giveaway, finish this sentence. At full time tomorrow of Origin 2, Mitchell Moses will be, let's go to the text line, Yeah, Brett. 579 says, will be in HIA. <laughs> 910 says... Mitchell Mays will be the highest scorer and man of the match. Nice, like that. Um, John says, after Origin, Mitchell Moses will be pushing Cherry Evans in a pram to Origin 3. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Fitzy says, uh, oh, no, that's that's not Moses. Um, Mark says, Mitchell Moses will be man of the match New South, and New South Wales saviour. Uh, Fitzy says, Mitchell Moses walks on water and destroys the Maroons with the best individual performance, uh, best individual game since Joey Johns in 2005. Wow. Mm, That's a big cool. one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, full-time tomorrow in State of Origin, Moses will be, will be swapping his jersey with DCE so he knows what it's like to wear a State of Origin winner's jersey. Michael. Mm. And uh, we got on there also, thought he was heading home to his family. Is Leichhardt, Queensland. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 he's talking about Hunt. He's talking about Hunt. It's got the wrong tag on it. But um, yeah, Moses. Uh, uh, who's this? Rooster Muzz says Mitchell Moses will be Queensland's best player. Oh, please, please. <laughs> we're going to get to some more of your texts very soon. But uh, we're very privileged to have a man who was on the ground and edge best, and he's been calling ball by ball for the first dashes for Sen. And that man is Adam Collins coming to us live. Uh, how are you, Adam? Thank you for joining us on Sports Day. Um, no, an absolute pleasure. And, yes, I wish I could tell you that it wasn't raining, but it's raining. I'm looking oh. at our commentary box window, and the, it's been – well, when I woke up, it was raining very heavily. It's not teeming down now. The forecast does improve. We're still, of course, an hour and 45 – hour and 15, rather, from the formal resumption of play. But I would anticipate that'll – That'll be pushed back a fair way because the clean-up effort's going to take some work. There's a lot of rain on those covers. So we're looking at 174 runs. We're three down with a night watchman in Scotty Bowler. Now, mm. we're poised to see one of the great finishes, I think, Adam, in, in Ash's history, or in recent history anyway. Now, if the weather does reduce the overs available, will Australia have to do basball on basball? <laughs> well, I think it could make it quite intriguing. Kind of, for reasons you're stating, If let's pick a scenario, shall we? 50 overs and 174 runs feels yep. very different to 98 overs, doesn't it? It'll mean mm. they, not to say they would use or exhaust the 98 overs anyway, but just the idea of needing to score at a, at a decent enough clip at test level, about the same run rate they went at at the first innings, having already lost Warner, Labashain and Smith in a frenetic 45 minutes last night. The degree of difficulty will go up, and Goodsman Kawaj has been... I mean, batting exceptionally well. His first innings performance, he was an epic. But uh, for the most part, batting on his terms, batting at a pretty gentle run rate, it might require him to go up the gears a little bit. There with Scott Boland, the night watchman to begin. Travis Head, who naturally bats 
uh, at a decent at decent tempo anyway. Uh, scheduled in next, followed by Green and Carey. Carey's been in really good form since the tour began. So Australia, I would still say, are in the box seat on paper. But the one variable here at Edgbaston through the week on what's been a pretty turgid surface, it's had nothing in it, very, very slow, felt subcontinental for the most part, um, has been the overheads. When there's been cloud cover or when there's been any precipitation in the air, uh, it's felt like uh, the ball has swung around corners for maybe 15, 20 minutes of a time. So if it is heavy cloud cover when they do get the covers off later this morning, I'd expect it'll be very hard work early on. Is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk going after it at this, like the first test, you got 50 overs, you know, you lose, you know, you lose an early wicket. It just it worries me that you, you lose the first test from the back foot right from the start because you've gone after it and you've blown it. Is it, is a draw? I mean, no one, I mean, they say a draw is like kissing your sister, which no one likes doing, but um, is it, I mean, you'd rather that than a loss, wouldn't you? I don't think we'll reach that stage with the forecast. Like, the, I, I should stress that the, the forecast does get better. I'm just picking 50 overs as a hypothetical. Like right. the, the reality is they'll have more than enough time for either side to win this test match. And on the basis of what we've seen yesterday, 11 wickets and 352 runs. It was thrilling stuff from the first ball Wasn't until it? the last ball when it was sent down at 7.04 p.m. Um, it was just, yeah, compelling cricket. And I don't expect uh, either side will feel like they... I want to do anything other than rock up here this morning and, and go up 1-0. And the side that wins will, uh, will, will celebrate a triumph. And the side that loses shouldn't despair because this has been um, four days of push and pull. Both sides have got some bits right and some bits wrong, and that's okay. That's the nature of professional sport. But to think the expectations and the hype going into the series were set so high and to meet it at the first time of asking, that, that's pretty special. It feels like 2005. And indeed, even 2005, people often forget that Australia won that first test fairly handily at Lords after the first day, which was England were on top. Australia got back and ended up thrashing them. It was the second test in 2005. Also here at Edgbaston, where the, um, the target was 282. This time the target's 281, uh, where the series moved into an extra gear and, and we know what happened next 18 years ago. So uh, we should be so lucky to have a series anywhere near as good as that, but the signs are great so far. Yeah, mate, from memory, it doesn't get dark over until about 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. Can they just push the whole day back? <laughs> It's a really good point about this time of year. So what is it today? It's the 20th of June. So tomorrow is the longest day of the year, yeah. uh, which means the sun... I mean, I play a lot of cricket over here and you could, you often are playing at 9 o'clock in the evening. So they won't do that. The cutoff tonight will be 6pm. There's um, certain... Well, I say the cutoff. It's the final day, so they'll need to get the overs in. There'll be no provision to lose overs. But on paper, at least, the cutoff is 7 o'clock. But yeah, right to the extent that... Um, once they recalibrate following the rain delay, it might be that we're here till 7.30 or something like that, and that won't make any meaningful difference. 7.30 in England in midsummer uh, feels like 5 o'clock at home. It's, it's a very different kind of setup because where we are positioned to the equator and the North Pole and all the rest of it. Yep. Now, it seems as though you're, you're sitting towards a, a, an Australian victory if, if all goes well, but we, we are a little bit immature here, Adam, so I just want to just bear with us with this little bit of audio. We've got this thing called a crap stat. Okay. Now, I'm not sure whether you're aware of this. I think you would be because you're a lot smarter than us when it comes to uh, the world of cricket. Usman Khawaja is the first Aussie batter since Kim Hughes in 1980 versus England at Lords to bat in all five days of a test. Oh, very good. That's excellent. It's not, I don't think that's a crap stat. I'll be stealing that Thank off you. you and using it this morning. Uh, Kim Hughes at Lords in 1980 in the centenary test 
uh, what do they make, 120 and 92, yep. I think, from memory. Uh, and, and still spoken of as two of the best test innings ever played for Australia, hitting a, uh, hitting a cover drive where his back knee was kissing the turf, one hand off the bat, out towards the grandstand side that was the front cover of his book, Golden Boy, which is one of the great um, cricket biographies. So, um, yes, yeah, so I think that's a great stat, and, and we'll come back to it today. And great Usman Khawaja yeah. could not be more important, because like it was in the first innings, they needed to build around him as they lost wickets in the in the top order and middle order. And what never happened after Labashain was out, to that point, into day three, they never lost two wickets in quick succession. I think that might be the secret today. Can Australia, when losing wickets, consolidate and not let Stuart Broad get on a roll? We've seen this one before. 2009 at the Oval, 2013 at Durham, 2015 at Trent Bridge, where Broad bowled the series-defining spells. They can't let him have one of those days today because, believe you me, the holly stand will be full They've sold every public ticket today. It'll be loud. It'll be fierce. And if England get on a roll, we know that we know what that can do. That kind of pressure can do when a side's batting fourth and chasing. Yeah, and I bet you can't wait. Adam Collins from SEN, thank you very much for taking time out on the eve of the first ball uh, being bowled on day five. And enjoy what will be an amazing day. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym, trained for the sport you play, and Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great chat there with Adam Collins, who's about to call the balls. First balls here for the Ashes Test. There's so much going on. I can, cannot wait to get home and uh, and watch tonight's play. How long will it take the Aussies, or can the English bowl them over? Now, let's get to your text. Very sh- just get to a few texts here, Rat, because we've got to get to the break very quickly. Yeah, a couple of origin ones here. Um, uh, 289 says maybe they relaxed much in, in Freddie's hippies way, uh, too much in, in Freddie's hippie ways. You know, Freddie gets the old earthing going and yeah. all that sort of stuff. It is a, it's an interesting one, that, though, because you, you can relax, but you've got to remain intense. Yep. You know, that's, that's, a, that's an important He's one of the great competitors, Freddie. Yeah. He, he won't be complacent. Mm. Could be a, could be a ploy. Guys, my scores in origin will numbers one and six and eleven, and New South Wales by thirteen. Michelle from Dubbo. That'd pay a bit. Mm. I know that. Our sentence was at full time tomorrow of Origin two. Mitchell Moses will be. Keep your text messages coming through. Moses will be in the Bible. <laughs> Cuzzy from Dubbo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's get to the break. After the break, we've got That's Ridiculous. We will also talk to Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds. Teamless Tuesday and a lot, lot more. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to back to the show for the second hour. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sats and Rat here on a Tuesday night. Very exciting night. Like we said, we spoke to Adam Collins, who has been calling ball-by-ball play for the Ashes' first test in Edgebaston 
just before the first hour, uh, at the end of the first hour. If you missed that chat, get on the podcast. Very interesting, especially being there live. He's saying there's a lot of heavy rain this morning, but it looks like it may clear up throughout the day. So we will see some play. Will we see the Aussies get the 174 runs required to start the Ashes off in a positive way? Now, we've been asking for your input, and this is for our Sports Day, correct me if I'm right, Esky giveaway, 0457-736-736. Finish this sentence. At full time tomorrow of Origin 2, Mitch's, Mitchell Moses will be, John says, Munster mashed. I like it. I like it. So send your text in. We've got plenty to get through, and we are going to get to those throughout the night. Steve from Dubbo says, at full time tomorrow night, Mitchell Moses will go down as the greatest number seven since Sturlow, according to SEN's own Matty the Rat Rogers. <laughs> Steve, of course, from Dubbo. If you want to have a chat to us, 1300-01-1170. And let's get to this. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be, someone's got to be accountable for this. I've got to, that's ridiculous straight off. Yeah. Okay. What's ridiculous is Matt Rogers. Oh, this is ridiculous. Matt Rogers trying to. <laughs> what's he? Pitch, what, sell. Well, what he's trying to do, he's trying to sell to us that top deck chocolate. Is the best chocolate. It's the best. <laughs> what? <laughs> Top deck. Come on, real. that's ridiculous. Nah, nah. You need some nuts in there. Fruit and mm. nuts should be taken off the... Fruit and nut is good. No, fruit and nuts should be taken off the shelf. Wake up to yourself, Sats. But Top Deck, Top Deck is... Top Deck's not in top three. What's your favourite nut? My favourite nut is the macadamia oh, nut. Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're on. The roasted, salted... Macadamia? Do you like the roasted salt yes. of macadamia? Oh, yes. yeah, very good. I had yeah. some very as you're heading buttery up to, and nice. As you're heading, if you're in Queensland, you're heading up to a place called King Arroy, home of Matty Ballon. Mm. There's just... There's That's nut, the Macca capital. Yeah, there's there's just nut. Nut little, trees. Um, <laughs> nuts. Nut cafe is all the way up. <laughs> little kiosks. Yeah. yeah, so you saying top deck chocolate is the best chocolate yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. There is some... There's it, probably some... It's, it's just... It's the best, most convenient... That's what I'll say. <laughs> You're very, listen, listen, if I could paint a picture, he's very arrogant the way he said that and just walked away. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got for that's ridiculous? Right. No, what about this? So Richard Klinkhamer's yep. from the Netherlands, right? His wife mysteriously went missing. <laughs> a couple of years later, he writes a book on seven ways to kill your spouse. <laughs> then he decides to sell his home. The new owners do a renovation, find a skeleton. It's the old mate's ex-wife, and he gets seven years in prison. Come on, that's ridiculous! And gets released after two for good behaviour. Good behaviour. <laughs> Come on, that's ridiculous! Oh, oh. You write a book about it, <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> oh, anyway. I tell you what, I'm not liking. This is ridiculous. Mm. I'm a mad pizza shapes fan. Oh, yuck! See, I'll, I'll eat three boxes a week. Oh, yeah, horrible. But they used to have this. They used to have this one recipe where the pizza shape, the the spice on top was like these nice little. But they went back to this. I think it became a lot cheaper. This this new pizza shape topping. Mm. It's not as good. I've got to say. Yeah. Got to go back to the original. Isn't it? Do you like the original, mate? You know what I am a mad. I'm mad on that. I just love, Mm. and my wife just hates the fact that I eat them all the time. Two minute noodles. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Beef, two-minute noodles, magic. <laughs> I love them. Is, I'm just a noodle nut. Is that from... 
<laughs> what? What? <laughs> a noodle nut. Wow. I love two minute noodles. Is that from being on Survivor? And just, uh, no. It's Skylar Jackie just, just basically eating as little as possible? I just. Um, you know, there's a TikTok. Oh, what about Cam? He said fruit and nut chocolate are like wingers. They just hang around other chocolates. <laughs> That's enough out of you, Cam. Um, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm just a big fan of noodles. Wow. Love them. Do you just dip the, do you sprinkle the spice yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. After I tip all the water out. Okay, got to get rid of the water. Get rid of the water first. Yep. Very important are you ve- So are you very easy to cook for? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty easy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, this is my, that's ridiculous. In France, you can marry a dead person <laughs> if you can prove they wanted to marry you whilst you're alive. Whilst they're alive. Come on, that's ridiculous. I've got to ask, what is the benefit of that? I don't know. Oh, to get their estate or... Oh, maybe oh, their maybe, estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, the, you know, just from an emotion. You shouldn't be so negative, Daddy Vass, being so young <laughs> with your miso. Maybe you, know, you want to marry her one day. What um, are you trying to say? From an emotional point of view, you just want to be connected to them for the mm. rest of your life. Yeah. And you don't have to listen to them <laughs> as well. <laughs> Fetchy said chicken and a biscuit. No. Nah. Oh, are they, are they the little drumstick ones? Yeah. I like those. Nah. Chicken chips and chicken and a biscuit should be taken off the shelf. Really? Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of chicken chips. I don't mind those chicken and a biscuit ones, although I find they get stuck in my teeth a bit. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, mm. news update thanks to Polaris. And for our news update, it's round 17 of the NRL, so we'll go through our changes. TLT. Woogie just did that from his arm cherries hammock in Bali and the most notable ins and out for this weekend Ben Hunt has been named for Friday night against the mm, New Zealand Warriors <laughs> Why are you the prophet of doom? I'm just saying I'm just throwing it out there I I, I just it's, he's not playing if they win they'll have a few beers he'll be sore he's not playing on Friday Please. night Jack DeBellin will be back to play his 200th game rat uh, what about for Parramatta Mitchell yeah, Moses Mitch Moses is named to back up which okay. you know I mean he'll uh He'll want to back up because he'll, he'll want to make amends for the game he has on Wednesday yep. night. Um, Josh Kerr into the starting lineup for the for the Dolphins and uh, Kafusi back. Uh, Greg Marju back in the team at the Newcastle Knights. You know, I'm, I'm, are you hearing the conjecture that I'm hearing around players, a bit, 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 bit of disgruntled pl- player group up there about yeah, in Newcastle about some players being treated Differently to so Marju was dropped because you missed the bus. Team protocols missed the bus. Mm. Well, the, the departure time. And and and, and the, the question was raised, and it was written about in the in the paper. Now they were talking about um, you know last year when you know Connor Watson and Ponga got you know a little bit of strife and uh, got caught in a compromising p- p- position. Apparently, Caitlin was sick, which you know you can't punish people for for doing something that well, well assuming they might have done something. Mm. You can't do that, right? No. So, so I get it. And the, and the other thing too, and this is all, this is all, but there's a new leader down there. Peter Parr is down there running the show now. He's going to set the standard. And if you're going to go beyond him, like to pass, like, oh no, but back then they did this. It's like, no, no, you, you're, you're in the wrong place. You got to, you got to toe the line. You know what makes me mad in business and in sport? Yeah, okay. That's the way we've always done it. Oh yeah. If you continue to do that, you will remain stagnant mm. and everyone will overtake yep. you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe to- that's why he left the Titans, boys. 
Well, the Titans let know. him go because, from all reports, yeah, from a number of reasons. One was defensively; they thought he had a lot of deficiencies, Greg Marju. But I've got mm. to say, he's a powerful runner. He's been good, hasn't very he? Very Brian nice. Toto like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you got to set a standard. Now, for those who are saying there are the rules for some and rules for others, whether you like it or not, the star players usually don't do anything wrong. That's why they're the best players. But sometimes the star players do get preferential treatment. Mm. And to be quite honest. That doesn't bother me. Well, the right one's turning around, though, when they exactly, do, when they right. do screw up. Look at, look at Cam Munster. Yep. Now in a bit of strife last year, changed his whole life, changed his off-field behaviours and, you know, playing some of the best footy we've ever seen. Tommy Turbo's been named on the bench uh, or in the reserves, so whether or not he pulls up all right to play or not, he's, he's so important for the Manly Seagulls. That's for sure. Kurt Capewell, uh, he's out. Um, he's got a – is it a knee – it's a groin injury, I think. He's got, Quad. Oh, yeah. No, quad tendon. Yeah, you're right. Quad tendon. He's out for a couple of weeks. Um, Joey Manu named in the centres for the Roosters. And Kieran Foran is back for the Titans. Yeah, nice. So nice. They're, they're looking um, – yeah, they'll be looking to build on the last couple of uh, games that they've had the Titans and back off uh, after the bye and getting some wins. But it'll be interesting to see how they perform. You know, they've got a few few players backing up. They're up against the Broncos, who have also got a few players backing yeah. up. So. It'll be a good showdown on Sunday between the Titans and the Broncos. That's a teamless Tuesday for Polaris end of financial year deals, and they're on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on the Polaris Rangers. Now, let's get to some of your text messages. Cam says, roasted almond chocolate. Wally Lewis, fruit and nut chocolate. Adrian Brunk. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> roast almond Cam. chocolate. Uh, what's some more there about Moses? Now, the sentence obviously is after that full time of origin too. Mitchell Moses will be. Mitchell Moses will be. At full time tomorrow, Mitch Moses will be almost as good as Jeff Toovey, and that's not ridiculous. Wow, see what this SQ winning text just did. Ha, 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 lol. Mark says Mitchell oh, Moses will be man of the match, New South Wales saviour. We've got uh, Nick from Newcastle says Mitchell Moses will be devastated after throwing an intercept pass that gives Queensland victory. Mm. Belmont from Clarence says, hi, boys. Mitchell Moses will be blank, blank, blank. Looking for work. No. I've got Mitchell, Mitchell Moses. This time tomorrow, Moses would have parted the Maroon Sea from Muzza. Oh, I like that. Mm. Can you can you just note that one? Yep. I've got another one here which I like, which, which is in the running. Um, evening, gents. Mitchell Moses will be massacred by Munster while Freddie's nightmare on Caxton Street determines his grisly origin end. Sing, mm. Soon to be singing, yippee-yay, yippee-yay, smelling the sweets. That's Hillstorm Hillary. That, goes, it, that uh, goes into the top five at the moment as well. Yeah, Toppy right. said, hey, boys, love the show. Moses will be parting the sea of tears, leading his despondent team back to Bluserville. <laughs> mm, nice, Toppy. Nice. Mm, we've got uh, good evening, Sats. I'll play tomorrow night at full time on Origin 2. Mitch Moses will be claiming bragging rights, saying you should have picked me in the first place. Cheers, Mickey G from Woodbury. Mitchie, uh, Mitchell Moses will be lucky the Penrith guys covered him from Martin. There's not a lot of love there for Mitchell Moses. I've got to say, his kicking game is so dangerous in tomorrow night's game. Queensland will be will be continuously bringing the ball off the try line. Mm. The, the, the depth that he gets yeah, in his no, kicks. No, no, absolutely. The, the, the one, the one fallback they got there said they've got no other kicker in the team. No. So the, they're going to be sending a lot of traffic at him on the last tackle. Uh, one from Fitzy, like his biblical relative, Moses will overcome a sea of red to destroy Queensland hopes of a clean sweep. Fitzy. I like that. Can you note that one as well, mm-hmm. Fitzy? Fitzy. Uh, Mitchell Moses from Kim Bennett. 
Mitchell Moses will be thinking about game three after kicking a late field goal to win the match. Yeah. I tell you what, if it comes down to a field goal, I, I think, I know Daly Cherry Evans has kicked a few, but Mitchell Moses has kicked a fair few he's in his a, career. He's got a Val Holmes. Val Holmes. Val Holmes. Yeah, Long of course. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Boys, just off that text, I think tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Mitchell Moses might be listening to. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Moses, this is from Danger. Moses will be just as good tomorrow night as he always is. He is a fantastic player, origin or not. I agree, Danger. I think he is a great player and I think he deserves his opportunity. Um, we'll see how he goes in front of a parochial Queensland crowd. Absolutely. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day. Keep your text messages coming in about whatever you want to talk about. Ben Hunt, origin, the ashes, whatever it may be. We'll try and get to it before the end of the show. And after the break, we'll have a netball update. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, thanks to Flight Centre, your real deal centre. Now, I'm excited, Rat. I'm yes, excited because yes. I love the Suncorp Super Netball Series and it is finals time. And talk about Origin being tough. I've got to say. Hey, it, I, I've watched you, it. If you get, Even if you watch it on TV, seeing it live, it is so physical, they, they this game. They rip in. They rip in. And it's finals time, Sats. It's finals time in the Suncorp Super Netball competition. And there's a grand final spot on the line. Now, well, this is interesting because these two teams that are playing off for this grand final spot, they played last week. And in the way they're finishing the competition. That's the Swifts and the Adelaide Thunderbirds. The Adelaide yeah. Thunderbirds. Yep. Well, the Thunderbirds ended the Swiss nine-game winning streak, beating them by three goals last week. Now, they have, they'll be rematching this week for that spot in the grand final. So, they, so. so with the Thunderbirds beating the Swifts, they moved past West Coast Fever, which yep. means... Second spot, they get a second bite of the cherry. That's Both right. them and the Swifts, if yep. they get beaten, they get another no, bite. crack at it. Yeah, yeah. And so, as you said, it's a rematch. But the other final between uh, the West Coast Fever and Melbourne Vixens yep. is – no, sorry, it's Collingwood. They bowed out. They bowed out of, of the finals um, about, with the three-goal win over the Fever mm. as well. So that was breakneck. That was sudden death. Yes, so for a place in the grand final, like you said, Swifts up against the Thunderbirds again. Very exciting if you want to watch that, the Swifts and the Thunderbirds. Saturday night at 7 p.m. at Kudos Bank Arena. Make sure you get there. It'll be amazing, an amazing atmosphere. Yeah, and in the sudden death semifinal, the West Coast Fever will host the Melbourne Vixens on Sunday at 4 p.m. at RAC Arena. Both yep. sides look to bounce back after going down in the final round. Yep. So remember the that SEN is here to... SSN is here to inspire. It's all about the passion, personality, athleticism, unity, the team, and empowerment. Thanks to Flight Centre, your real deal centre, playing centre for over 40 years. Yeah, very exciting weekend in the the Suncorp Super Netball Series. Uh, We've got a caller, 1300-01-1170. Who we got there? Hello. Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, good. good. Who we got? Uh, Hey, mate, I am Mayank from Bathurst. Mayank, how are you, mate? What's going on? Yeah, not much, mate. Uh, just watching the news about this about the weather in Edgbaston. Yes. Oh, you sound like you got a bit of a twang there. So, whereabouts mm. are you from? Uh, I'm from India. Nice. Oh, wow. 
Nice. So you're loving the Ashes yeah. at the moment? Oh, loving it, mate. I think that's going to be a great series. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. My question from you is, like, has Stuart Broad exposed a huge technical weakness in Marner's game? Because he has been, like, really lucky while playing in Australia. Like, we know that he can bat really well. But do you think that uh, there was a huge technical flaw in his batting? What technical flaw do you speak of? Uh, well, uh, he's not playing really well at uh, the ball, which, uh, which is uh, doing, like, outswing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Stuart Broad is an exponent of, of, of getting at players' weaknesses. He certainly has David Warner's number. Uh, I'd, I'd like to. I, I'd hope that Marnus Lubbershane can work on that, and uh, it doesn't become. He doesn't become another bunny of Stuart Broad. Because also, the there are some players just based on the continents they play on. Mm. They just really struggle. David Warner's been one, yep. but this pitch is different. Mm. isn't it? Because it hasn't been the green top with a lot of movement like we've seen in the past. This has been quite a flat wicket. So I'm like you. I thought Manus Labashane would have actually excelled on this wicket. Well, well, well if, you, if you consider what Adam was saying before with this cloud cover and the way that they're having these seg- mm. sessions where the ball's just, you know, really moving, probably something that our boys um, aren't truly accustomed to. So it's something they've got to adjust. So who, who, based on yeah, what you've I, seen I, first four days, how do you see today playing mm-hmm. out? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, it's win for us. And I'm pretty sure that Cam Green is going to win that for us today. Cam yeah. Green. Yeah, it's a yeah. name that hasn't been mentioned a lot. And I was thinking about that. I was looking in the batting order. And I thought, we've got Cam Green deep in the order. I think he's uh, I think he's going to play a big part in getting Australia across the line. Yeah, you're right. It's pretty scary, the, the, the batters we've got to come, mm. isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. With Travis Head, Cam Green, yep. Pat Cummins, uh, Alex Carey as well. Uh, May Yank, thanks very much for joining us from Bathurst. I love Bathurst. Uh, mm. Some of the markets are going to leave us for the call of the fifth day of the Ashes. But if you want to keep listening, make sure you can. And a lot of the markets, of course, the Super Radio Network, you'll stick around with us as well. Uh, we're going to get to a few more of your texts as well in relation to Benny Hunt, in relation to mainly our sentence, finish our sentence. Mitchell Moses at full time tomorrow of Origin 2. Mitchell Moses will be what? And we've got a lot of great texts here. He'll be hiding in the bush, in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that'll be happening. I can't wait for tomorrow night. I think Mitchell Moses will will play a really good game tomorrow night. I think his kicking game will oh, be yeah, really important. Nervous. Really important. Stick around for Sats and Rat on Sports Day. More to come. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. For Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Ah, uh, Yes, it is Sports Day and each and every week we catch up with Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales to give us some tips and also a very exciting final that's only five days away. The Super Series returns with the Thunderbolt this Saturday night at Grafton and he is on the line. Simon Orchard, how are you, mate? Going fantastic, boys. Even better after the Thunderbolt semis on the weekend. Did the drive up to Grafton. It was great up there. They looked after me uh, good and proper. It was a beautiful day. Tell you what, sun was shining. I felt like just 
jumping on the beers and having a big one. And then all of a sudden we got to work and the Thunderbolt semis kicked in. And gee whiz, boys, it was hot on the track as well. We've got eight finalists now. So that will go off on Saturday afternoon, just after seven o'clock. Look, I reckon the lean at the moment, uh, Johnny Mile has Johnny Red in box one. Sue Smith, his partner, has Vamoose in box two. And I think they're the two dogs to beat. Johnny Red was the fastest qualifier in semi-final night. Vamoose is the fastest dog to have run over the Grafton 350 out of this field. There's only a tenth of a second between them. And I tell you what, fellas, you might think, you look at the first section times of the eight finalists, there's only 0.08 of a second between them. This is the first section of the race. And you think, well, that's not much, but that's a length in greyhound racing. Mm, so yeah. uh, it's short, it's sweet, it's fast, 350 metres. These are the fastest greyhounds we have uh, in New South Wales. And even around the country, there's a WA runner in here as well. So it all shapes up to be a hell of a final. And they're fighting it out for 75 thousand dollars fifteen grand per second seven and a half thousand dollars per third and i'll tell you who's going to be the big winner on the night boys the bar because they are going to do a rip-roaring trade <laughs> yep. at grafton in the big shed up there nice mate now we know queensland took out the state of origin greyhound series last thursday night but new south wales got some got some revenge on sunday and it involved a great new south wales player former player terry hill can you tell us about it yeah, good old Tezza. He was up there as our origin rep uh, in Queensland on Thursday, last Thursday night. So Ben Hannett, the coach of Queensland, Terry Hill, the coach of New South Wales. In the dog series, Queensland took that out. But on Sunday, Tezza took his dog, Shall Not is its name, to Capalabar, and it was racing in the straight of origin. So, yeah, as it sounds, it's a race up the straight, no turns for these dogs, and Shall Not took it out, boys. So it's 12 straight for that dog now. Uh, as I say, undefeated in a dozen races. He's taken out the Group 1 straight of origin. And Tez, last week, I can't remember which show it was on that I talked to him, but he said he would shout the bar at Capalabar if Shall Not got up. I saw some photos on the weekend, fellas. It seemed like every man and his dog got down there because Shall Not was a Monty to take it out. I think he's about a dollar eighty or less to, to win the race. He did so. And for more reports, uh, they're still cleaning up after Tez shouted everyone down there. He loves nice. it, Tez, doesn't he? Oh, he's he loved it. it for years. Yep. The dogs. Loves mm. the dogs, fellas. And has had some really good ones. He's a group one winner. How many would he have? Uh, with a couple of... Yeah, oh, look, at the moment, I think he's got um, three or four good ones racing. Mm. Uh, and then he's got a bunch of pups, which is always the way with our trainers and participants. They've always got a litter somewhere coming through the grades working out whether they can run or not but shall not um i know straight track racing doesn't get a lot of the plaudits or um fandom that i guess the circle track racing does they race for less prize money and it's probably in a way the poorer cousin of, of the greyhound racing disciplines but gee whiz these dogs can absolutely fly and last year tez won the same race with a dog by the name of mr america so he certainly can find a good one uh, and Darren Sultana, he trained the dog this year and last year as well. So congratulations to all connections. Now, Fat Pizza. Talk um, to us. 18th of June was the last <laughs> run at Richmond out of box five. Tell us where fourth. it ran. <laughs> yeah, fourth placing. Uh, that's three unplaced. Although we do pay out fourth place now. So what? he would have got a bit of prize money, uh, Fat Pizza. But look, he jumped it. $81 uh, with the bookies, fellas, and he was 100 to 1 to start before. So it looks like even the bookies have given up on Fat Pete <laughs> at the moment. Uh, but in saying that, fellas, Nick Kilner, the trainer, he's a wonderful sport. He actually sent me a little video that he must have done up on the weekend of him with a bit of rope and a bit of pizza attached to his head, and he was chasing the pizza around. So, look, it looks like he's having some fun with it, even though the dog can't win. That's not what it's all about. 72 starts. 
zero wins, but 35 minor placings, a tick over $11,500 in prize money. And the drought continues for our boy, Fat Pete, the dog of the show. That's like Woogie on a Friday night. A bit of pizza in front of him on a bit of string. Yeah, it's a um, it's it's like Twill Watch now. Yeah, it's exactly. Pizza Watch. Fat it Pizza Fat Watch. Fat Pizza it Watch. Is. Yeah, when it wins, we get shirts up saying hashtag I was there. Yeah. Hey, um, Simon, what are the uh, tips that you got for us this week? Yeah, look, we'll go a couple tonight. Uh, Casino Race 6, number 7, Karinga Amy. Was 2.10 this morning. Good, consistent girl. She's got a good turn of, turn of foot. Uh, just needs to handle the wide draw, which I think she can. So Casino tonight, race six, number seven, Karinga Amy. Gosford, race five, number seven, uh, time to go. Really good run last time. That was from box two. Tonight has to jump from seven, which can bring dogs unstuck. But hopefully Gosford, race five, number seven, Time to go, can get up tonight. And if you want to bet tomorrow at Wenty Park in the lead-up or around Origin, I should say, race three, number seven, Zipping Vanessa, and race seven, number one, Luai Banner, the two best bets at Wenty Park tomorrow. Luai Banner, now that's that's got to be an omen, hasn't it, with Jerome Luai playing? Well, well, could be, boys. And, and I'll tell you what, the dog is named after Jerome Luai. And we've actually got a cup. We've got a Talakai running around down... Uh, in Wagga, named after the, the Cronulla Sharks Centre. We've got Luai Banner, named after um, Jerome Luai. And then Regan Campbell-Gillard, he got into the game last week. His dog on debut ran third at Dubbo, uh, called Find the Line. So a lot of rugby league uh, wrinkles through our sport at the moment, which is great to see. Good nice. stuff. Good stuff. World's richest short course race, the Thunderbolt, this Saturday night at Grafton. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. Thanks, Simo. Good on you, fellas. He's always good. He's always good. He is good. I'm, I'm really considering um, getting off this... Fat pizza train. Why? Because it just can't win. Doesn't matter. No, it does. You stick solid. It's like your rugby league <laughs> I side. Didn't you buy stick it. solid. I didn't buy it. Yeah, but we support it. We've adopted <laughs> fat pizza. Have we? You... Have we? There's no loyalty in you. No, I'm just I saying. Suppose you were born in Carring, but <laughs> anyway. Hey, come on. Now nine ten tonight, listeners. If you haven't seen the promo for it already, and. I know that this is obviously very Queensland related, but he is one of the. The, the great legends and iconic per, players of origin. It's Wally Lewis, of course, has got a doco called The King starting tonight at 9.10 on Channel 9 or 9 now, and here's a little bit of a promo on it. Sometimes I used to Wally watch. That's how good he was. He'd sit and fight front rowers. Can you believe the state of origin? He was like a, a movie star to me. Oh, he was the boss. He's always been the boss. Well, I've never spoken publicly about it. We need a new captain. I got a little bit dirty about it. Just said I suffer from epilepsy. When he hit me in the throat, I could not breathe. Lewis in trouble. His impact on origin footy, it's hard to fathom. He was an arrogant prick. And I think he thrived on the fact that he was hated. Yeah, it's emotional, it's confronting, and it's motivating as well when you look behind the curtain of you know, potentially one of the greatest players we've ever seen. Do you remember when he used to run out onto the Sydney Football Stadium in those early days when it was a new stadium and they had Origin there? I remember being there one night and he ran out and just the the hatred in the in the – you could feel it in the air that they had for him. They just hated him. I remember being at the Sydney Cricket Ground and I think it was 1982. Six, eight, seven, I, I can't remember. And I was only a little fella. I was mm. only only in, early in my teens. And he ran out representing Australia, captain, and got booed mm. by the Australian crowd. Yeah, in Sydney. Yeah. But it's uh, he, he's an amazing guy. For, for a person who's had a fair bit to do with Wally since I was 
late in my teens and, and playing with him at the Gold Coast Seagulls. He's a he's a great guy, Wally. Uh, he's been through some challenges. But this documentary is, a, a like I said, a, a look behind the curtain that not many people have had the, the access to look at. Actually, it's very interesting. Wayne Bennett talks about why he had to release him from the the Broncos and why he thought that the Brisbane Broncos needed another captain, which was going to be Gene Miles, his very good friend. You know, so, sometimes players are so big that they sort of cast such a big shadow and, and no one like it's hard to play good footy under them. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to find out. We, we had a player like that at the Waratahs, Matt Burke, a like great friend of mine. He was, he was such a good player and he, mm. was, he was so good and so revered that a lot of these, we had this young team coming through at the Waratahs and they were, they were scared of him, intimidated by him and were scared to, to not put, put their game on the line in case they'd screw up. Was it because of his aura and what he, what, yeah. how great he was as a wallaby or was it more about his personality? No, well, I think a bit of both. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a hard taskmaster, Berkey, and, you know, and rightly so. He, he, he trained hard, worked hard and demanded a lot out of um, these young guys coming through. And I think it just it rattled a lot of these young guys. When he left, he, he, he ended up going over to Newcastle and playing over in the UK. A lot of these young guys just sort of grew another leg. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They felt like they could probably breathe a little. He would have been a great leaguey. Oh, mate. Or he would be a great centre. Chris Anderson league. says, uh, out of any schoolboy footballer of any era, of any age, of any time, Matt Burke is the greatest schoolboy footballer, league, union, anything, anywhere he's ever seen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He and was exceptional. Fair, fair judge. Missed your goal when he scored when no, he scored no. in the Bill Bellers. Did it on purpose. Low, but didn't he? Did it on purpose. No? Uh, just on origin, one, two, seven. Hey, fellas, this text was sent uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we didn't get time to read it out. The Queensland origin, uh, all blacks, Best team of all time. And what we're saying that is the best Indigenous players that have played for, for Queensland. Beetson and Bacco props. Hooker, Matty Bowen. I don't know whether Matty would like putting his head in the scrum. Second row, Talison Thayday. Lock, Carl Webb. Half, Scotty Prince. Five-eighth, Jonathan Thurston. Centres, Hodges and Renoff. Wingers, Selwyn Cobbo. Wendell Saylor. Fullback, Tabasai Hamuai uh, Fido. Um yeah, that, that's a it's a fair team, side. isn't it? <laughs> Queensland 3-0 in 2023. Yeah. Uh, let's get to some more of your text messages about Ben Hunt and also about our question at full time. Mitchell Moses will be blank, blank, blank. Well, on, on the Ben Hunt on the Ben Hunt side of things, sure, hi boys, surely Ben Hunt won't go from a poorly run merger club in Sydney to a really poorly run merger club in Sydney. That would be mad. Oh, I agree. Uh, that's from Belmont, uh, from Clarence. Oh, I agree. It... it, it, it when I was told, I was just like, no, I'm, I don't believe it. Um, mm. I'm just sharing what I've been told. Um, but, yeah, they were adamant, and I'm like, no, nah, it's not happening. Yeah. Um, oh, no, chocolate. Uh, good evening, boys. What's your thoughts on, a kit, on the Kit Kat? I believe you get a biscuit and a chocolate. You do. You do. It's a wafer. It's not a biscuit. It's a wafer. Yeah, it is a wafer. Mm. And you can only eat Kit Kats cold. Mm, I do like a cold Kit Kat. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, guys. We think St. George should let Ben Hunt go. Their failure to fire is not his fault. It's a team effort. Get Jason Rolls to play halfback. Get Donald Trump on the board to sort out things while the current board go back to TAFE and watch Monty Python skits. Meetings, bloody meetings. <laughs> These guys can't be for real. I think the, the saying amateur hour was invented after their ver- first board meeting. Chan's mum said she wouldn't put them in charge of her home deliveries. The people running the show... There cannot be serious. That's some Rocco, Keith, and Chan. Always enjoy. Uh, yeah, guys. I mean, look, uh, and that's that's the issue, Sats, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's and like I've always said, like Ben Hunt. Like, this, the reason I feel for him is because he's he's just 
He's a quiet, unassuming, goes about his work, yep. puts him week in, week out. He's never in trouble. He's the perfect guy you want leading your club. Mm. He's the perfect guy. And yet his club can't get it together. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs. It really is. Mm. Um, maybe him leaving is, is the final straw. They realise they've got to clear the decks and, and start from afresh. Sometimes, you know, if you, you don't get rid of everything and you're trying to add on bits and pieces to stuff you've already got there, it's like when you do a renovation. You go into a house and it's a, just a really crappy renovation. So we should have just knocked it down and rebuilt. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah. Because like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you've got a bit more space, but it's still crap. Yeah. You know? The bones are still there. Mm. Yep. Hamstrings from Narrabeen at full time of Origin 2. Mitchell Moses will be. Mitchell wins Origin without Mitchell. I like that. That's creative. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark here was, when I was talking about at the start of the show about um, To'o and, uh, and, and, uh, and Adokar, Adokar. Swap, swapping wings mm-hmm. um, just to, to match up a, a bit more height. He says he's looked up the heights. Coates is 194 centimetres and Tawalungi is 189 centimetres. Adokar is 183 and Toto is 182. There's not much difference. Don't see the, the reason for changing. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm also 184 centimetres as well, apparently, online. That's what it says on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't pay too much attention to those. I don't think Toto is 182 centimetres. No. Because I'm taller than him yeah. and I'm 178. No, I don't think you're taller than him. I am definitely taller no. than Brian Toto. <laughs> you're not. Come you're on. Not. He's not that. Really? I reckon you'd be the same height as Cooper Cronk. No, I'm taller than him. <laughs> you're kidding me. <laughs> hey, boys, after tomorrow night's game, Mitchell Moses will never play State of Origin again or be... We'll be whinging to the referee. Cheers, Graham from Narrabeen. Now, Chris56 says, after full time, Mitchell Moses will be found wandering through the rugby league desert 40 days and 40 nights. <laughs> Not too much love for Mitchell Moses. Oh, he man, can play. Oh, he can play. He can play. If, if his forwards get it on, and, you know, they've got a fair forward pack. I, I think Queensland have got a little bit more strength through the middle, though, with what they've got on their bench. Yep. Um, and, and I think they've made their intentions pretty clear by the side that they've picked that they're coming straight through the front door, like you've mentioned, Sats. Yep. Um, they're going to need to aim up. But, uh, look, I, I'm certainly not as confident as the bookies are in terms of, you know, odds on, on this on this game. 970, like this, Mitchell Moses will be folded into an origami crane and placed in Reuben <laughs> Cotter's mullet as a party ornament. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Well, we've got, we got a, a, a message from Hillstorm Hillary here. Yep. Just on the, the Ben Hunt situation. Good evening, Sats and Rat. I've got a feeling in my bones that Dozer might have a ticket on the Goldie bus after tomorrow night with Big Mal steering that bus. Dozer's already been with four new teammates in Tino, AJ... Tino, Fafida, AJ and Mo. Nowhere he'll go to any New South Wales club after it's time to head back home and win a, win a grand final. It's time to head back home and win a grand final. Uh, that, that, that was my thought. That, my, my thought was he wanted to come home and that's, that was what reported. But, but let's be honest, that's, has anyone heard from Ben Hunt? No. It's all speculation. No though. one's spoken to Ben Hunt. Like you speculated that he's going to be at the West Tigers. But again, it's pure speculation. But you, mm. you trust the source that told you. Yeah. But... It may not play out that way. No, I, 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 I don't see it playing out that way at all. Uh, I, I see I see that scenario playing out more. But, but, but I think, 
you know, we talked about it before. I mean, Ben Hunt, I can't, the reason I can't see it working out at the Dragons from here is how strategic this, this request has come. He's done it from, he's in origin camp. He's behind closed doors. He can't be got at. This is, this has been a thought through process. Yep. And I can't see it on the other side coming out uh, as a positive for St. George. I, I really can't. Um, call me a pessimist, but that's just the way I, I will see call it. you a pessimist. Mm. I've got so much faith that they, they can talk it round. <laughs> you're off your, you're off well, your he's, getting, he's getting seven figures. I don't think he's going to get that in another club. No, I think, I think another club is going to take advantage of his age. It's not going to be a money thing, Sats, for him. He's got his money. He's been paid for the last six years a million bucks a year. Yeah. He's, it's not about money. It's about... It's always about money, Matthew. With no, it isn't, Sats. It is not. It is for you. No, it's not for me. <laughs> hey, listen, trust me. It wasn't about money for no, me. <laughs> I, I, I know because I've been in this situation. If you are not happy and you, are just, you, can't, you can't get it on on the, on the footy field or, or off it and you're just not feeling it, you need to, you need to move on. And, I, and this, this reeks of that to me. Mm. Like for me, I had to get out of Sydney. I had to, and it cost me a lot of money to do that. Um, but I knew for my own well-being, this is with Waratahs. Yeah, yeah, yep. For my own well-being, I, I needed to leave, mm. and it wasn't about the money at all. I, I mean, he's still going to get paid eight hundred grand. He's still going to make a truckload of money. He's just not going to make the million dollars or the one point two million that it, you know he might be on. Yep. Remember, he's offering one hundred and fifty k of his contract. I can't believe that. I can't buy into that. I don't think it's not about money, Sats. I don't Sats, think not everyone's like you. A player is not going to part with hundred and fifty k. Not everyone's like you, Sats, and <laughs> sits at home counting their, oh, yeah. <laughs> their dollars, and you still got your lunch money <laughs> from school. <laughs> Let's say he goes to the Titans right now, mm. yeah. effective immediately. Yeah. Uh, do they make the eight with him? In oh, team. yeah, every day of the week. Yeah, I think so. They got to, you look at their team on Oh, mate, if they can, if they can stay really healthy, that they have got a uh, – they have the, the weapons that they've got in that team. They've got Jaden Campbell coming off the bench. Mm. AJ is, Brimson back to his best. You know, you chuck in, you know, Kieran Foran steering the ship. You, you chuck a Ben Hunt in the middle. Sam Verrill's at nine. Um, you know, Calm Pereira can score from anywhere. You, oh, mate, they're a they're – a, Brian Kelly, mm. you know, great finisher. What's his pull power then? Who's who's knocking on the door to come once Ben Hunt's there? To where? The Titans. The Titans. They'll be well, able to, they'll I don't, be able I don't to think, sign. I don't think they need anyone else. No, they don't. I, they, they, he's, he's, he would be the final piece of that puzzle. Strike center? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah fair point. Yeah. Well, Aaron Shook, they, they got up from the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. And he's solid. He, he's not your strike center though, isn't he? He's not the guy you just give the ball to and go, there you go, mate. Do mm. your thing. You know, they, they probably are missing that. Brian Kelly's got a bit of that in him. Um, I like Jojo Fafita, though. I think he's a player that can develop into that player. He's a future superstar. Yeah, yeah. Jojo Fafita. He's a monster. Yeah. He's, he's, a he's big gonna, boy. He's going to be a, a real good strike center. There's not Ex-rugby a lot of rugby player. There's not a lot of TSS strike boy. centers around now because gone is, is the art, Rat. And we've spoken about Just this put before. Put him in space. Gone is the art where we all expect the center to be set up by the 5-8 or the half or whoever yep. it is. Gone are the days where, and there's still a couple around, but gone are the days where you just go half, five-eighth, whoever it is, and just goes bang, early bang, ball. Bang, bang, Early ball. Give me your early ball. I'll do the rest. Now, well, mate, Latrell, played, when he plays in the centres, does that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I played outside ET. Yeah. And that, that's all he wanted. And he'd set it up for me. 
He'd, he'd, you know, do a little in and away, drag the centre across, little little, little flick pass inside, I'd be straight through. The girdler was the same. Yep. Give me the ball early, I'll do the rest. Now, yep. we've got a lot of centres now that they want the work to be done for them. Mm. All that which, shape on the inside. Which has, to be, which has to be there. But there's got to be, you've got to have the art as a centre to go, give me the ball early, everyone else, I just want you around me, I'll do the rest. For Tony Sags, he's one. There's a good strike centre. Give me the mm. ball early. I'll, I'll do what yep. I can yep. and create havoc. I think Herbie Farmworth is developing into that player. From what reports, he wants to play fullback. So let's, oh, really? let's see. Mm. What are you pointing at there? Daddy Bradman, Bradman, Best. Bradman Best. What? Yeah, well, he, he was considered a strike centre, but he, he kind yeah, of... I, I think he's a winger. Yeah. Bradman Best? Yeah, he hasn't got a passing game. He hasn't got a great passing what? game. Yeah, mm. He may develop it, but yeah. at the moment... Uh, let's get to the break and we'll wrap up the show on the other side. And when we do, we'll also announce our winner of the Esky for the finishing our sentence. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We are in the home straight. Cannot wait for the first ball to be bowled in the ashes. Not around, far away. Around 10 minutes. Pending weather, of course. Uh, Mitchell Moses will be one of very few to be able to hold his head high is the end of the sentence there for 656. I like your confidence there. We've got one here on the cricket as well. Hamstrings has been on a roll tonight. He's just been flying. <laughs> if we are getting play in the cricket, we need Pat Cummins into the crease. No, well, I, I think I'll, we need... I'll take Travis Head first. Uh, and I'll take Cam Green before <laughs> that. Uh, okay. Jerry. Who's yeah. the winner of well, our Esky? Mate, came in about an hour ago from Fitzy. Like his biblical relative, Moses will overcome a sea of red to destroy Queensland's hopes of a clean sweep. Well done, Fitzy. Well done, I want to thank you, Adam Collins, SEN's cricket caller, for coming on the show, giving us some very important time before the first ball is to be bowled. Before he goes on air to talk about what the conditions are like over in Edgebaston, it's going to be an enthralling night. Let's hope that if you're not going to watch all night, that you wake up tomorrow morning and Australia are 1-0 up. Thank you very much for your text messages. It's been outstanding all night. We'll be back again tomorrow night for an hour show before the pregame of State of Origin 2. Hope you have a great night. This is Sats and Rat for Sports Day.